All of the fantasy audio sound effects used in this episode of the campaigns were provided by BattleBards. Hello and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from the RPG Academy. I am Michael, and this is Dead Center, episode number five, also a dragon. Dead Center is our newest Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign podcast. It is being written and DM'd by the Caleb G, and it stars myself, Matthew, Paul, and Scott. In our last episode, we tracked some tracks to a cave uh, where we believe that uh, a number of our villagers have been taken to. We were confronted briefly by a dragon, uh, which promptly flew away. Coward. And uh, inside the cavern, we had some adventures and fought some foes. But now we've made it to our greatest challenge yet. And here is Dead Center, episode number five, also a dragon. The, the four survivors are still screaming in terror. Uh, two of them are, are clasping onto each other, shaking, uh, and tears are streaming down their face. Ah, but my friends, we're here to save you. We're rescuing you. There's no need to fear now. Your heroes have come. But yeah, we're still looking for those villagers, if you... <laughs> uh, one of the one of the survivors uh, sobs and, and and wipes away the tears from her face. Uh, thank you, thank you. But my husband went into the next room to look for help, and he's never he hasn't come back. I'm so worried. And she's pointing at another door, another cave opening uh, ahead of you. Also to your right, there is a second opening as well. I think we follow the way she's pointing. That seems very sensible. I turn to the villagers and say, "Can you all make it out?" Uh, I, 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 I don't know. We, we were, we were bound and, and chained and tied with ropes on the way down. Some of those, those horrible creatures pulled us apart from the group and and shoved us down here. They were making horrible, horrible noises. It sounded like laughter. They, 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 they took us in here. I, I don't know what they were going to do with us. Oh, they were going to eat you. <laughs> Not helping. Well, they. They, they left to that other room, and then I heard some horrible noises. I don't know what happened. Uh, and then we were alone, and my husband left to try to find help through that door over there, and he hasn't come back. I, I don't know what's going on. Well, we don't either. Are there any, uh, like, weapons or things that weapon-ish around that I can that we can give to these people and, and tell them which way to go and get out of this cave? There's certainly some rocks on the ground. I'm going to hand one of them a javelin. Okay. There we go. Okay. I'm going to let that go. And uh, and one of my hand axes. I'm going to give that a questioning glance. As I hand it to him, I'm going to look him deep in the eye. I'm going to swipe some of the spider guts off of my face and twirl the end of my mustache with it. I'm going to say, remember, you've only got three choices in life. Give in, give up, or give it all you've got. And then I turn and walk away. Well, you know what, Mundus? That was just so inspirational to these poor survivors. They stand up, they grab your weapons, 
and they take your instructions on how to get out of the cave, and they do so. Excellent. You are now faced with uh, the way you came back, uh, the way the one survivor said that her husband went and did not return, and the way she said that the monsters exited and made odd, horrible noises. Right, before the villagers actually leave, I will tell them, like, uh, remember, the, the ones on the ground are, are mites, the ones on the top are tights, and the ones with faces are monsters. They look at you very puzzled. Good luck, my people. And I turn bra around to face the way the, the, the husband went. <laughs> okay. Let's go, let's go find the, uh, the missing husband. I think that's the... We're going to kill things no matter what, but I feel like rescuing people is probably <laughs> one of my primary concerns, at least. Mm-hmm. As he says, yeah, we're going to kill our own monsters, not each other's monsters. <laughs> and I'm just muttering to myself like hmm, mind my own business and get metal in other people's affairs <laughs> the bro's like you know how some people have like uh, a five that if you have a chance to have sex with those five people it's okay well killing monsters and spiders is kind of like on my list like they're, nothing else matters spiders fucking guy all the time <laughs> they're on my five I don't think that you're compatible with a spider's genitalia. Um, now it kind of makes me concerned for that turtle we saw you with last time. <gasps> Francis! Forgot about Francis! We Francis. forgot Francis! I'm going back! No, my friend, no. Francis is safe. We, we built him a little home, remember? In our, in town. you know, subtle base slash apartment. We, we gave him twigs and sticks to replicate the environment he's used to. We poked holes in his cage because he's damn sure used to air. <laughs> Are you sure we put holes in the terrarium? I uh, look look thoughtful for a second, and then remember my training. I'm absolutely sure, 110. percent There's no chance we did not put holes in that terrarium. Now, forward we go to rescue this husband. Mundus has a really red, embarrassed look on his face, like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> That's the thing where it's like there's like a like a Family Guy quick cut over to you. Like getting ready to put the holes in it, and then you get distracted by something, and so you yeah. Just leave it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Into the cave for Francis. Follow me for Francis. All right. So who's going first? <laughs> Bra will go in front. Mundus will try to get in front of him, but if he doesn't, he'll go second. I'll take up the rear. Of course you will. There's no it in that, buddy. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> Poor Brothwall. <laughs> All righty. Uh, the two of you that are shouldering back and forth to try to go first. Uh, give, do we fit through the door as we try and go? No, you do that thing where you're, both your shoulders hit and jam, and you're just kind of glaring at each other. <laughs> I'll go first. No, I'll go first. I'll go first. No, I'll go first. And then there's a pop, and you both fall through the door at the same time. <laughs> as you fall to the ground, give me a perception check. Uh, 19. 8. Well, ob- obviously Mundus won. I can see more than he can. Mundus, you see two <laughs> things as you enter the room. This is a kind of a circular room. Uh, it's overgrown with with vines. Uh, there's kind of a, a humidity in the room and a dampness. The first thing that draws your eye is a very large mound in the middle of the room. It appears to be made of vines and leaves, uh, but it's pulsing and moving very sickeningly, almost as if it is alive. And also, out of the corner of your eye, 
you see what you think is a box or a chest in the back room, in the back of this room you are in. Bra, even though you have fallen to the ground and Mundus is on top of you, you notice in this mound in the middle of the room, you can see a hand extended from these vines and it's twitching very slowly. Mundus is gonna Mundus is gonna jump up and head towards the hand. If he steps on Bra in the mean in the in the process, oh well. I will try to reach out and like grab his ankle and trip him. <laughs> you guys are so <laughs> eager to be the first one to die. We can take turns. You're both gonna die soon enough. <laughs> but we got we've got conflicting dogma to go after. You know? I love that Scott and I are mom and dad. <laughs> we only need one straight man. If if you're gonna be straight man, that I can start being crazy dwarf guy. Just start being your goblin no boxed again. <laughs> that was fun. Okay, so uh, Mundus jumps up and runs towards the 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 mound of vines and leafy plant matter. Uh, as you get there, you can see that the arm the hand is attached to is actually being drawn deeper inside the mound, and the tendrils and vines are waving about, and as you get closer, they actually snap up towards you very threateningly. Hmm. I, I, I believe if it's threatening me, I feel threatened. Self-defense. Roll to hit. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lucky 17 to hit. Yep. Alright, that's a lucky nine points of damage and push that mound ten feet further away from murdering me. <laughs> well, actually, the mound itself is really big, and when your Eldritch Blast slams into it, instead of the whole thing lurching backwards, just the top half of it kind of rips off and flails away, and you guys can clearly see that there is a person inside of this mound and he appears to be unconscious my god it's some sort of robot uh kill the driver <laughs> it's a uh, but mechanism. now that combat now that you have struck this thing the vines very quickly snap out and lash towards you and we are going to have initiative all right i know what to do now mundus gets six i get a 13 Earthwall gets four bra gets a five uh quest is going first all right. Hang on, my friend. As I brandish my shield and my warhammer, and I'm going to go as close to the creature slash mound that I can and try to bust a hole in it to get this guy out or something along those lines. <laughs> Whoa! 19 plus 6 is a 25. Absolutely. 10 damage. All right, so your hammer collides with the side of this thing. You feel the impact, and as you pull the hammer back, some of the smaller vines actually, like, latch onto the head of your hammer, but you snap it back away from it. They don't pull it out of your hands. But you feel that you didn't do a ton of damage to it. Maybe not as much as you should have. And it will be Mundus's turn. I'm going to drop my shield. I'm going to hit the button on my axe, extending it into a great axe. And I'm going to hit it with a nine. Not quite. As he misses it, I want to look at him and say, Brother, are we allowed to attack this one together? I'm going to just kind of nod like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you you still have inspiration, man. You can... 
Is that you how it works? You can shoot for a reroll. Oh. Does inspiration work like Benny's? Okay. Is that what I'm led to believe? Not exactly, but I'm giving you guys just points of inspiration at a time, so I want you to do cool things. Oh, yeah, that was a tw- that's a 21. Hey, there you go. You actually connected with it. Roll that damage. 10 damage, slashing. Awesome. So you actually uh, rip a chunk clean off of this thing. You shear through the vines. They land on the kind of marshy, soft ground and flop about and shrivel up. Uh, You can actually see a little bit more of the villager that is inside this mound. Uh, He is clearly unconscious. Uh, He does not appear to be damaged yet. Yeah, just to be sure, I see the villager inside the mound still, not part of the villager over there. (laughs) Correct. Nice. Uh, And it is Bra's turn. All right, so did I notice that the villager seems to be unharmed, just unconscious? Um, Yeah, you can clearly see him at this point, the chunk that Mundus took off of it. Makes him pretty visible. Okay, so what I want to do then is uh, I will run up and I'm going to position myself. I'm, so I'm standing like over top of the the, uh, the villager and then I will uh, swing my trident around and try to hit. And then if I hit, I'm going to use Thunderous Smite. Okay. So it doesn't actually work that way. So I guess as a bonus action, I'm casting Thunderous Smite and then I'm going to try to hit. That would be a 20 total on the yes. die. Yes. All right, so I'm going to do an extra 2d6 points of thunder damage. Additionally, the target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet back. And that is a total of 9, 10, 11, 12 points of damage. And you said this was thunder damage? Uh, yes. Wonderful. And we make, I had to make a strength saving check of against what? 12. Okay, so you, you connect with your trident and uh, holy energy erupts thunderously and you hear the noise echoing around the cave deafening you for a quick moment Uh, unfortunately the mound is too large to shift backwards it rocks but it stays in place wiggles like jello it is the mound's turn it will lash out at mundus and bra as they are the closest targets Two tentacles each shoot forward. Does a 15 hit either of you? No. No. Yes, it will, because I'm not using my shield currently. So it'll hit Mundus? Yes. You will take 13 damage. Whoa. 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 And it is Quest's turn. I will go to grab out the unconscious man if I can. Okay. Go ahead and make a strength check. 20. Not a crit. I, I Wonderful. Just make sure. Yeah. You, you, can, uh, you, you run up. You can grab the man's hands. Uh, and you, with a, a feat of strength, you can pull him out of this mound. Uh, you're now holding him basically kind of in your arms. Go ahead and take inspiration for that. Excellent. And can I also uh, retreat a bit from the uh, creature? Yes, absolutely. With uh, the with the weight of the the man you have saved, and the fact that you're kind of dodging some of the vines, you only get about ten fifteen feet away. But you're definitely out of harm's way for now. Mundus, Mundus has his axe ready and will hit whatever he needs to hit. Big living mound of vines and grass in front of you. Swing oh, away. not for long. <laughs> Twenty two versus AC. Got it. Fifteen slashing damage. A powerful hit. Bra. 
Is there any way to tell if these attacks are actually hurting the man? Like, are we making progress? Oh, yeah. You you are definitely connecting and damaging this thing. Uh, the mound has shriveled away and shrunken. Parts of it are kind of flopping off and uh, shriveling up on the ground. Um, they're kind of singed and, and burning away as they separate from the main mound. I guess I will attack again then. And I will miss terribly, so I will use one of my inspirations. That will be a 16 versus armor class. A hit. All right, and so I will use one of my channel divinities to smack him with a divine smite. Okay. Bahamut, banish this foul beast! Alrighty. Uh, your trident glows and uh, erupts with light in the darkness of the cave. Uh, you sink it into the heart of this mound, and you can feel it wither and shake and shriek away from the holy power. You know you have struck a powerful blow. It is not dead, but it is well on its way. Breathwall, your turn. I uh, will dodge to the side behind one of the many stone outcroppings for some good cover and continue to assault it with my eldritch blasts of the inherent magical energies of almighty Terra. Got above 20 to hit. I bet that does. Oh, absolutely. And that's uh, nine points of magical damage. Wonderful. Uh, you, you connect with that magical energy. You blast off another chunk of these living vines. They flop to the ground as they are separated from the host core. Uh, they shrivel up with that kind of nasty, rotting stench of old leaves and shrubbery. The... Shrubbery. <laughs> the, the, the mound okay. will uh, the mound will still lash out with tentacles, but it feels very half-hearted at this point. One of the tentacles swipes at Quest uh, with a 15. No. The other one swipes at Bra with a 16. That will miss. Alright. Quest. I mean, I don't think there's anything I can really do with this guy right now that this thing is still alive so I'm going to lay um, I'm going to put him on the ground if he's not already on the ground and then I'm going to rejoin the fray okay I mean he's still breathing right he doesn't seem like he was it was labored or anything or correct yeah okay. you can you can check you can see by looking at him he was certainly damaged and beat up uh, right. but he's not bleeding out he's not in immediate threat okay. of then, death yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pull out my hammer again and then join back with the other gents uh, okay. Oh, oh, nice. Um, this is a twenty-four. Yes, that is a seven damage. Yep, you connect with a, a great blow, smacking into the side of the thing. It doesn't quite dent because it's living matter. Yeah. Uh, but you certainly feel the impact of your blow, and you know it did too. Oh. Um, Mundus. Yes. One more axe. I'm going to ask him a question. 13 versus AC. No, unfortunately you miss. Alas. Uh, bra. So, uh, kind of starting to regret using all my fire breath earlier on the spiders, because I think that'd be really handy right about now. Uh, but, uh, I kind of did. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> So I'm actually going to like leap uh, and try to come down with my trident, like just in the middle of the thing. Like I'm going to get down there to the heart of the matter. 
ha 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 ha. Uh, I'm gonna use so many puns. Another inspiration, and uh, unless I can do it again, I think I'm still gonna miss. Thirteen versus armor class. Thirteen is a miss, unfortunately. But hey, at least I'm right there now. For the heart of the matter, I'll give you one of my points of inspiration to take that on the third time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to veto that because of that horrible pun. What? Uh, but it is your turn, Brethwall, so maybe you can do something about this thing. I was going to say, if I was involved in this silly competition between our uh, our two paladins, I, I would have been like, oh, you want fire? And then I would have uh, lit it up with, uh, with my fire spell, but... Uh, I'm a full paladin. He's only a three-quarter paladin. <laughs> Two-third. Three-fourths right now. I'm going to keep riding my one-trick pony. <laughs> and and that natural one, I'm going to go ahead and use inspiration on that. Ah, much better. Does 18 hit? Yes, it does. Right. That's 13 points of force damage from Almighty Terra. All right. You collide with it again. This thing, every time you've hit it, it's gotten progressively smaller and smaller. You cl- your, your force smacks into it. You think for a second the thing is going to disintegrate, uh, but there is still a chunk of it left alive, quivering uh, in the middle of the room. There are tentacles still swirling about, and they swipe pitifully at the three massive figures surrounding it, but they it, they do not connect with any of you. Quest, it is your turn to put this thing out of its misery. I hope so. Same thing, once again. Warhammer, with feeling. <laughs> Does a 14 hit? Nope. Fuck me. Alright, Mundus, give it a go. Oh, this is how it's done, fella. <laughs> I hope you miss. <laughs> I rolled a one! <laughs> <laughs> I did! <laughs> well deserved, sir. Alright, bra, give it a go. <laughs> I want to take a moment and laugh at Mundus. And then in my head, I'm going to say, this is how it's done, but then I'm not going to say it out loud, just in case. I'm going to hedge my bet. Uh, 16 versus armor class. Yes. Seven points of damage. So then I'm going to stab it and go, that's how you do it? I'm going to raise my <laughs> because I'm not sure if I did it yet or not. All right. You, you jab your trident into this thing. Uh, it withers away and stops moving. And very strangely, seemingly from a room or two away, you hear a shriek and a thud. And you have finished the battle. I'm going to uh, release my water onto the plant. From your cloaca? Uh, I want to know <laughs> what gets, that shriek and thud it gets was. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Can you even aim that thing? It's just, just a vent. It like a tiger. <laughs> While, while, while other people are, are uh, breaking water and attending to the poor unconscious hostage, I'm going to go ahead and try my best at rolling stealth and sneaking ahead to try and get a glimpse of what's in the next chamber that screamed and made a thud. Yeah, I would like to attend to the uh, the unconscious gentleman, see if I can uh, rouse him. And does anyone, does Mundus remember what he saw behind the thing a moment ago? There was a chest. Yeah, there was a chest in here. Yeah, there was. But since uh, Mundus isn't worried about earthly earthly treasures such as that, he's going to take a look at the guy and make sure, see if he needs any healing or if he'll pull through by himself. You guys can both take a look at the fella. Uh, he is unconscious. He is bruised. 
There's some, you already see some, some purple and yellow welling up along his arms and wrists where he was tied with rope. And there's a couple bruises around his chest and ribs. You're sure he's going to be okay. He might have a broken rib or two. He might have some trouble breathing, but ah, he'll survive. He's fine. Mundus is going to slap himself a couple of times to get the blood flowing because I'm at 17 HP and uh, use my uh, lay on hands to heal myself. And I'm going to follow my dwarf buddy. Can I try to uh, get him conscious with some sort of check? Sure. Do you have uh, do you have heal or anything? No, I do not. I have um, survival. I think medicine is what it is in 5th edition. Do you have that? No, I don't. All right. Um, you can just make a wisdom check. Woo! Yes! Straight up d20 roll. Here we go, people. Yeah, I look at him and I say, you are a bruised man. And then I turn around and say, all right, dwarf, let's go. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> Scott, what were you doing with Breathwall? I was going to sneak ahead uh, very sneakily and... Try and sneak a look at whatever made that horrible ooch and fall and crash sound. Okay, give me a stealth check. All right. Can I uh, ask my raven to aid another on my stealth check, thereby giving me advantage on it? You ask the raven that, and he says no. He says nevermore. Nevermore. Intelligent, magical companion being a dick. <laughs> All right. Fine. Let's see how bad I roll. Oh, 19 on the die. That's 23. Okay, so yeah, you actually slip away from the group while they are inspecting the unconscious man. Yeah, but your raven actually squawks out, Hey, you did a good job! <laughs> you <laughs> really the quiet! the sneakiest dwarf you ever did see. Chatty-ass raven. It's one of those albino ravens, isn't it? Rave binos? Yeah. Nobody likes them. I do. I think they're cool. Okay, so uh, Mundus slips away from the group. You, uh, the three of you do not notice this. You go back into the room where the charred remains of the spiders are, and you realize that the noise you heard came from the, the other passageway, the one off to originally your right, now your left. You can slip into that room, and you see another room kind of marshy uh, along the rocks and cave walls, covered in leaves and vines. And you see four vaguely humanoid shapes that appear to have been made out of sticks and twigs and vines, but they are not moving anymore. You also see two bodies of small lizard-like creatures. Hmm. Well, geez, I, I don't see anything in here that uh, is about to kill me then. I just see a lot of things that are lying around dead and disappointing. Do the bodies look like Dragons? You're not in there, buddy. Oh, this is just him? Damn. I snuck away. They look, uh, any draconic at all? More, do they look more like a dragonborn than, say, a lizard folk? Or maybe koboldish in some manner? Yeah, a, there's definitely a possibility. I'm going to pick one up by the leg and kind of shake it a little bit and get a better look at it. Uh, <laughs> yes, this very much looks like a kobold. Ah, filthy kobolds. Does it have anything on it? No, it does not. I'm going to throw it down. Breathwall, you hear a little voice in the back of your head, and, and you're, you're pretty sure that there were more dead bodies in that large room you were in, and they probably were carrying something. Carrying something that's now no longer here? Like the spider corpses? No, no, in, in the room where the, uh, the big mound of leaves were, where you rescued the guy. You definitely remember seeing some dead humanoid bodies in the back of that room. 
carrying a chest. Well, right. I mean, my friends are still back there inspecting the chest and looting it for all of its goods, right? I assume. If no one else is, Bra will check out the chest. I am in search for a third legendary artifact. Oh, hey. Good being there. Bra, you pop open this chest. Uh, the wood is rotting away. The lock easily breaks off. Uh, you see some bits and pieces of, of, of scrolls and mundane items that have crumbled away from rot and neglect. But at the bottom of the chest, there are eight glass vials that you clearly recognize as a healing potion. Wow. All right. It's not the third artifact I'm looking for, so I'll shut the chest and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Jackass. That's fair. That's role-playing. I'm going to say, did I see what was in the chest, or did I not get there in time? Because this is going to decide what happens right now. You can look. It's not like he destroyed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, like, burning them. Yeah, you just saw him open the chest. And go, huh. okay. Then, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna quizzically look at him, pop open the chest, take, take the potions, pocket them, and then close the chest again and shake my head and follow him. Alrighty. So the party rejoins. And what do you guys want to do? While they're walking in, I'm gonna look over at Brithwall and say, "Yeah, the only chest I care about is right here." And I make my pecs dance. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, so I, I, I believe we, we take door number two. Sure. Uh, so you can trot back out of the uh, the area you have been in. Uh, you head... what happened to the what happened to the unconscious guy? Is he still just laying there? Yeah, you didn't spare any healing for him. I couldn't I couldn't fix him, and uh, I think uh, all Bra had was words of wisdom for him. So. Nobody else bothered. Well, I'm going to go pick him. Going to go back and pick him up and just kind of fling him over my shoulder and carry him along. Okay. okay. Uh, you got. You guys get back into uh, the original room you were in, where there were the four, the four tunnels. I'm really like hesitant to go in there. I'm looking around a lot. The four original survivors are just exiting. They are just about to head back up that main tunnel you came down, and one of them. Uh, the woman that you handed the axe to sees you coming out and uh, exclaims in joy that uh, you have saved her husband. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's my husband. Thank you so much. And she rushes over and takes him from you. I'm just going to grab him by the scruff in the neck and just kind of hand him to her. And she falls on the ground under the weight of her unconscious husband. <gasps> I didn't drop him. I'm just holding him out so, she, you know, they can do a she fireman's carry She and someone else can grab him up. Yeah. I don't just throw him at her like a like a goblin. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just what I expected you were gonna do. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we're we're still looking for the villagers. They didn't come this way, did they? Yeah. If you see any lost villagers, let them know we're looking for them. The four conscious survivors just look at you, shake their heads, <laughs> take the unconscious fifth, and leave. And then as the lady walks off, like, "Hey, and I want that axe back when you're done with it." She ignores you. So you now have uh, three remaining tunnels to go through. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there was there was a second one that was exciting for some reason, right? It seemed like this one was the one that we heard cries of help from, and the other one was the one that had a lot of tracks leading to it. That is correct. I think we take the interesting one. So we want to go down basically door number four, the one to the right that was larger and had more footprints going through it. Let's do it. Yes. At last. Cool. So you guys head down that tunnel. This one's pretty short. It swings around to the left after a bit. Go ahead and give me all perception checks. 
18 for Mundus. That is a big 8. 10. 15. Cool. As you guys uh, turn the corner, uh, you all very clearly see a uh, a huge, 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 huge open cave uh, in front of you. Uh, the walls are covered with uh, more crude drawings of of pictures of, of the dragon. Bra, you can actually read more writing uh, talking about worshipping the dragon and sacrificing to it. Duh, duh, the Never mind. In the in the middle of the room, opening up in front of you, you see a very large group of small lizards. Uh, they are all crouching and bowing on the ground. Uh, a few towards the front of the room definitely seem bigger and a little bit more dangerous than the others. Um, in the middle of this group, uh, there is a very large cage big enough to hold about 10 people. And in there are, in fact, 10 people in this cage. And they are, again, uh, screaming in fear because flying away up, 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 up into the top of the cave is the red dragon that we saw a few moments ago. Steve! Uh, no, not Steve. This isn't. Oh. Uh, Steve is the other dragon. Oh, right, right, right. And holding in his claws the dragon is clutching another one of these large cages holding another 10 villagers uh the dragon flies up to a high ledge uh probably 50 feet off the ground uh you see him land on the ledge toss the cage away from you out of sight and he stomps after it the lizard creatures in the cave have not seen you uh, I, I whisper very so slightly to my companions, how are we going to get that ca- that second cage back from that dragon? I don't think we can take that dragon. Hmm, maybe you can't. I, I listen for a moment. Does it seem like the dragon's coming back to get the second cage, or is it going to be a while? What's the vibe here? You do not see the dragon returning immediately. The lizard creatures are still bowing and scraping on the ground. You hear them making noises that after a couple minutes you're pretty logically sure our prayer how many of them are there a lot uh, you, you're thinking maybe 20 or 30 who, who so who wasted his breath weapon earlier today bra is going to step forward and go uh hey we're looking for villagers have you seen them <laughs> the the kobolds immediately turn and see you and charge uh, they're really excited they must have some information for us I'm getting new friends. <laughs> That's it. Me too. Can I come with you? Yes. We'll go we'll leave together. Well, you know what? Why don't you roll initiative, and we'll see if you can leave to find some new friends. Jesus Christ. Michael, go ahead and take uh, inspiration, because... I'm going to need sh- it. I just rolled a one on my initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> I'm a 17. 19 total. You just had a one? I have a one. I have no modifier, so I have <sighs> a one. Oh, no, I had a I had a two. I'm sorry, because I don't have a modifier. Never mind. We have a two, Mundus. Okay. Mundus, Mundus has a two. Still better than bras. Twice as good, actually. <laughs> I'm mesmerized by your dancing pecs. <laughs> okay, well, towards the back of this crowd, you actually see the group of larger, slightly larger, more intimidating-looking kobolds, which is, of course, 
a bit of an oxymoron because they're kobolds and they're not really that intimidating. They actually rise up above the group of kobolds and you can see that they are they are winged kobolds and they're flapping up in the air and they are giving commands to the mass of kobolds, surging them forward towards you. And it will be Brethwall's turn. You know, once a good strategy, always a good strategy. I'm going to go find a suitable place to duck behind for some cover, hopefully behind a big chunk of stone, because wooden cover's no good for me. And then roll to hit with, with my uh, wonderful, always good attack. And I get above 20. I assume that's enough to hit one of the flying kobolds? One of the flying kobolds? Absolutely. Good. That's uh, nine points of damage and ten feet of further away from me. Not that it matters, because they probably fly pretty quick. Okay, so you clip one of the flying kobolds, you smash him backwards, he actually hits the wall, drops to the ground, dead. I'm on fire today! Just like Almighty Terra. Quest, it is your turn. Excellent. Uh, brandishing my uh, javelin in one hand and my shield in the other, I'm also going to attempt to pick off one of the uh, leadery flyy ones. Go for it. Heave my javelin in one of their general directions. That is a 13? Yes. Yes. Nine damage. All right. Uh, Just like Brothwall, your ranged attack slams into this winged beast, and you pin it back to the rock wall. It twitches momentarily and dies. Unfortunately, it is now the turn of the giant throng of kobolds rushing towards you. Luckily... Not many of them will get through because you're in a bit of a, a choke point, but uh, there will be an attack against the three of you that are not hiding behind rocks. Ray for hiding. Let's see. Does a 20 hit you guys? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you each take four points of damage. Ah. And it is Mundus's turn. Uh, since these are little, tiny, insignificant kobolds, could I potentially take out more than one of them if I were to make a big swipe with my axe? Oh, absolutely you could. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get this big gleeful look on my face and just start laughing. 24 versus AC. Oh my goodness. Sure. Why don't you give me a damage roll? Okay, could I throw in an intimidation there as a bonus action? Oh, hell yeah, you can. Alright, let me do the, let me do the intimate, let me do the, let me, well, I'm gonna kill him, and then use how many I, however many I kill to intimidate him. Okay. Got a five, uh, slashing damage. So maybe not as many as I thought. Okay, well, uh, you connect with five of them, and five of them die. Okay, and then I'm gonna do my intimidation. Oh, man. That's gonna be a ten intimidation. Okay, well, with, uh, with killing five kobolds in one swipe, uh, the throng of kobolds around you pulls back, especially with seeing two of their leaders dead in seconds. I hear kobold tastes like chicken. You don't understand their chittering and their strange dracon- draconic tongue, but you're pretty sure they're very, very frightened of you. Nice. And it is Bra's turn. Uh, we're, just, we're just looking for the villagers. Do you know where they're at? Why won't they answer me? I answer him. They don't understand common. I speak Draconic. <laughs> okay, so you say that in Draconic? Yeah. Uh, then uh, they one of them one of them stands up and points at the big cage in the middle of the room. All right, I will start walking that way. Are you seriously just walking <laughs> through the middle of of the of the opportunity attacks? 
So I guess technically I'll take the dodge action as I flip my way through. You the mean room. the withdraw action or whatever? Correct. All right, then I'll do both of those if I can. It's going to withdraw forward. That's right. <laughs> yes. I, I will allow you to withdraw forward, capitalizing on the wonderful intimidate check that Mundus just made. So you can uh, stride through the crowd and walk towards the cage in the middle of the room. Everybody move! Exactly. <laughs> and we will go back to Breathwall's turn. All right, well... This seems to have worked out. I don't see what could possibly go wrong. Hooray! <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, I I just... I'm, I'm gonna... Um... Move around the group. I'm not nearly optimistic enough to move through it. So I'll, I'll start skirting it, and I assume I won't get very far at 25 feet. And then my action, already in action to attack the first one that breaks the sudden truce that broke out and starts attacking us. Sure. Absolutely, that's the fine. terror-based truce. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it is Quest's turn. Uh, are there any more leaders? Yes, there are still two of them at the back of the crowd. Okay, I would like to take my third javelin and uh, heave it at that one flitting around. Gotcha. Or one of the ones flitting around, excuse me. That is a 20. Yep. I would also hopefully like to kill this one, so let's see what this comes up. And uh, not so much. Uh, four? Four. Ugh. Well, you definitely clip one of its wings, and it uh, falls to the ground. Okay. Now I would like to use a free action to use Thaumaturgy. Okay. To create a booming voice, and in Infernal, I would like to say something along the lines of, Leave, Leave this, this place, place now! now. Uh, you know, why don't you give me an intimidate check? Oh, I have that as well. Um, just to let you know, I'm I I want to make it coming from where the dragon is. If if that's how this works, if not, then it can come out of my mouth. I don't care. Twenty four crit. Oh snap! Bra will also leave. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> uh, you actually very successfully scare the piss out of these kobolds. Oh, come on. On my boots, dude? Out of their cloacas? Out of their <laughs> out of their vents? And uh, the their evil taints? The group that is around you just scatters. Four or five of them start to run away up the cave tunnel that you just came down, uh, which is, of course, towards the cave tunnel that the villagers are exiting right now. And the rest of them scatter across the room. There are none around you anymore. What about the one that got his uh, got hit by the javelin through his wing? Is he, like, pinned to the wall or anything? He's on the ground. He's not pinned to the ground, though. But he definitely cannot fly anymore. Mm. Okay. And it is Mundus' turn. I'm going to run over and grab that guy. I'm going to pick him up and shove him in uh, Bra's face and say, uh, Won't you ask him what the heck's going on? Okay, you can do that. I'm going to just be palming his head like it's a basketball and just hold him up there. Okay, that absolutely happens, no problem. And it is Bra's turn. All right, so how close am I to the cage with the villagers? Oh, you're within a couple paces. Okay, so uh, before I respond to Mundus, I'm going to go to the cage and I'll talk to the people inside. I'll be like, hey, uh, we're, we're looking for some missing villagers. Have you seen them? You mean us? Yeah, yeah, we're here. <laughs> Thank you for saving us. Yay. Uh, 
<laughs> How is this cage locked? Very poorly. I will try to like wrench the uh, lock off or pick it or break it, whatever, whatever makes the most sense for me to do. Uh, go ahead and make a strength check because I think you would just try to break it. Okay. <laughs> Tries to use his trident as a lock pick. What did you get? A two, plus three, five. Okay. Well, luckily for you, uh, this Sorry, cage it looks like you're fucked, and I'm walking away. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay because the the cage was uh, pretty much just wooden and held together with uh, some sticks, and you just break through them. Made out of recycled pallets. Now I grab the I grab the lock and I shake it really really hard, and the entire rest of the cage just falls apart around them, and I'm still holding the the lock in my hand. Yep, absolutely. Okay. All right. Then I'll turn around and notice the uh, winged cobalt in my face. But, hey. uh, yeah, we already found the villagers. Thank you. Are you going to ask him anything about what's going on, like Munda said, or... Sure. Like, oh, what else is going on here? Oh. This kobold is terrified, so he will screech out in Draconic. Stop being scared! <laughs> he, he pisses all over Mundus. Mundus doesn't care. <laughs> we, we, we gathered sacrifices for the master, like we always do. And he repeats that several times in terror. I will repeat to the group that they have gathered sacrifices for the master. You're not going to ask him who the master is? Oh, yeah. Uh, who's your master? <laughs> the the kobold just points a shaking claw up towards the ledge at the top of the cave where you saw the dragon go. The approaching go. dragon. When he points up, I'm like, uh, apparently we have to ask the dragon who the master is, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell him to ask if, if, he, if, if any of the kobolds have ever been up to that ledge and if, if they have any strategic information of note or value to us about the arrangement of things behind the ledge. So, uh, how do we get up there? <laughs> he doesn't know. They have never been up there. That is a, for them, that is a holy place, and they never enter it. All right, it's, it's like an Arby's. They just never go there. <laughs> like an Arby's. There's no, uh, that, it's, 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 it's just wall straight to the, I mean, floor straight to the cliff, and then cliff, and then floor again, right? That's what it looks like from where you are. All right, I wander that way. Is it in fact that that's how it is? Um, yeah, absolutely. There's just a, a pretty much straight wall up. It's not perfectly smooth. It's certainly climbable if you attempted it, but it is a good 40, 50 up, feet up to this ledge. 40, 50 feet is all? I pull out 50 feet of hemp and rope and cast spider climb. Okay, you do that. Then I get to the top and anchor it pretty good so that my companions can come up without having to make climb checks and awkwardly having one of us fall 40 feet and die. <laughs> you successfully do that. Awesome. Yay, I'm helping. Let's do it. What did you guys do with the villagers that were in the cage? I oh. assume they were going to tell him to uh, them to leave. I would also say, I'd like to say I collected my javelin. Javelins. I gave that to the first group that left. Yeah, you gave one of them, but I have three left. Oh, Thanks. Okay. okay. Well, that's fine, uh, but as what as whichever of you tells these villagers to exit the cage and leave the cave, one of them looks at you and says, what about the other kobolds that are still in here? Okay. All right. I'm going to hand one of my javelins to the most strapping of the uh, villagers and say, all right, you guys wait here. We're going to go up there and uh, make some mincemeat, and we'll be back. So stay here. Don't get killed. Did the kobolds drop any weapons? Uh, there's certainly some daggers on the ground. And they're pretty terrified, right? We can just disarm them, arm the villagers, and move on with our lives. 
Yeah, but they're still villagers. They're only a level zero, and this isn't a Michael campaign, so they're not going to do yeah, very they're, well. They're only almost as good as a Cobalt. I think they'll be fine. Br- Bruthwald does make a good point. Do you guys want to take the time to do that? I, I'm, I'm yelling this point from the top of the cliff for about halfway when I'm spider climbing <laughs> way up. Hey, guys, arm the villagers. Start passing out daggers, and yeah, if we find I, any Yeah, let's clubs, arm them. Sharpen sticks, whatever it is that the Cobalts are using. Break off a few stalagmites and hand them over for clubs. This is a stout rock. You hit people with it like this. Just plow one of the poor kobolds down. <laughs> there you go. The one that I was holding. This so is you how just... you kill a kobold. I just wring his neck. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's an excellent plan. Uh, I will give each of you inspiration for coming up with that and carrying it out. All four of us? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Turning, uh, turning these, these group of ten awkward fishermen into into an adventuring party your murder slaves <laughs> they're gonna be our <laughs> they're gonna be our backup characters when we all die shotgun the guy who has my my javelin <laughs> i think they're up here bro climb up the rope all right is everybody going up i'm gonna be the last one up because the villagers like me so much so i'm giving a little like jab pointers and stuff so He's like Indiana Jones at the end of Temple of Doom with all the kids around him just waving his hands. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys get up to the ledge. There is another cave entrance off the ledge there. On the ledge, there are certainly quite a few bones and remains of of half-eaten humans and creatures and animals. These kobolds have certainly definitely been grabbing people and things and giving them to the dragon for some time. I mean, there's just piles of bones and rotting corpses. Behind this ledge off into the cave where you saw the dragon go, there's an incredibly wide entrance. And this entrance appears to be very well carved out and finished. This isn't just a random opening. As you look towards this entrance... You actually see this is a, a hallway, almost like a, a hallway in a castle. Um, it is lined with uh, suits of armor. Uh, there are uh, weapons and trophies hanging on the wall, and there's carpets on the floor. Does any of the stuff on the walls look good? If you guys want to give me perception checks, we can find out. I would love to. Hey, 18. 13. 20. Okay, you guys very easily and quickly see that these are trophies of failed adventurers. There are suits suits of armor, weapons. They appear to be very well made in quality, but they are all scorched and clawed and ripped asunder. Uh, you also see a few boxes and chests and uh, bags at the foot of some of these tro- uh, some of these suits of armor and you kind of guess that uh, these are. this is probably the gear of these poor adventurers that have failed while trying to kill this dragon. And uh, you also see, at the end of the hallway, the dragon. Ah! Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, 
then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.